0: Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to Ali.vision.
1: and welcome to our weekly energy shot podcast. We are Matt Taylor, and my name is Nikolayana. and we have decided to produce this podcast in order to give you weekly astrological updates and energy shots, which will also include wisdom, healing, practical coaching tools, some crystal transmissions, and this is all for your day-to-day life in order to link up to the higher realms of energies and to bring guidance to your very unique soul purpose path. Hi, Matt. How are are you this week?
0: I'm very well. I just had a day at the beach yesterday in Barcelona. We went out of the city. Um yeah, so everything is quite good here. At least for the next couple of weeks while we're tourist free. <laughs> we get all safely jaunt out. Um so yes we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But um yes very good very good here. I had a lovely day I feel like I've detoxified a lot of stuff out of my body. How are you?
1: Yeah feel the same, like I still feel the the impact of last week's full moon. I feel like you know this this new lunar cycle, this new sour cycle. It really mm. I felt it really went deep into the old patterning and, and I could release a lot. So I really like that. But also yeah the detoxifying aspect of the sun coming finally back to mid-Europe, Central Europe, and to be able to like have some sun on the skin and to really get out those old energies it's beautiful
0: yeah it is isn't it it is i start to feel them i was feeling them like leave a little bit it was lovely it was very good right so this year this week in astrology what we have coming up and just to remind why you mentioned the the moon just remember because it was an, an eclipse and because it's the end of the sarah cycle we'll still feel the effects of the moon for 18 days after so we still have another uh, probably till the uh, well the latter part of June feeling the feeling the eclipse okay so what's happening this week in the chart so I want to talk a little bit about the fact that the chart at the moment has a lot of mutables and a lot of air air as an element it represents change all the air signs usually represent change they're very bored easily and they like things to move on so um, here Eric is the change maker it's like it upsets things and gets things shifting again mutables are the um are are the the out of the three there's mutables fixed and cardinal mutables are about transformation growth change being able to adapt or move so here, these are the two that are really ruling the chart. We have a lot of planets in mutables and in air signs. So um, also the axis, the, the north-south axis and the east-west axis is also unmutable. So this This is really setting a foundation of movement, of change, of things that um, uh, will. if we're bored or if we're not fully... Uh, satisfied or where not fully like felt like we were able to see a doorway and we felt very stagnant you know which can happen after you know this kind of moment at the moment then there are some things around being able to evolve or transform these things may not always be external which I know is where most people's mind wants to go they want change they want things to go you know in some direction on the outside, because of the, you know, sort of, I guess the blockages of the last year, but these could be internal. So, that, which is what people don't want, right? Because it's uncomfortable. But just to allow yourself time. So if you're feeling that many things are coming up for you to look at, to um, to see, to, you know, you have to work on or, you know, you have to do something with. Well, um, you know, allow yourself time and space, but also it could change the outside as well. There's no, there's no like determination which one it could be.
1: Very, very nice. I think um, for, the, for the people that are listening, which are not really um, experts in astrology, um, I'd like to give some, uh, some uh, guidance. Uh, the, like each sign, we have the 12 signs and each sign is attached to one element. Is that right?
0: That's right. Either air, water, earth, or fire.
1: Yes. So you have the four elements. And um, then each sign has a certain kind of, um, how do you call them in astrology? The mutable, fixed, and...
0: Oh, I've forgotten the word. Hang on a minute.
1: But they're like, they they say that... Modality. Modality.
0: Modality. Modality. Yeah.
1: For Example, Taurus is fixed, I guess.
0: Taurus is a fixed sign Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius, they're all fixed.
1: <laughs> because yes. I'm, fixed. I'm Taurus, right. so that's yeah. why. and Pisces is
0: Pisces, Gemini. Um, what else? Virgo, Sagittarius, they're the mutables, they're the changeables.
1: That's when when uh, Matt started to speak. Um, that's what what he talked about because there's each sign has a planet that is belonging to the sign and when we when we say in astrology or when matt says in astrology and there are a lot of mutables and air signs that means that um this is the context that maybe some of you guys need to because when i started listening to astrology i didn't know those concepts and i was like felt I felt lost in the in the hallway of, of knowledge, which was mm. difficult for me in the beginning to understand the, the concepts behind it.
0: Mm. Yeah. There's a, there, there's a lot of things to know about, you know, different signs, you know, like different, not just what you know from the paper and the sun sign, it's a, quite complicated. Um, but just as, as we explained a little bit, just to know that the depth, there's a lot of depth in astrology. And so what we're talking to, this mutable and air combination of where most of the planets are, you know, are really creating together. They really create change. You know, really create like that, that moment. Um, so for evolution, transformation, change, uh, getting out of comfort zones, all of those things. Um, so that's quite heavy. And the second thing is, is that when you look at the chart, you're looking at a, a circle shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are the planets sort of, how the planets are around that circle shape also make an energy now at the moment all of the planets are within 180 degrees so they're all on like one side yeah. right so this is called a bowl shape because if you can imagine a bowl it's just like half of a circle right so this means that with all the planets on one side it's really about how i resource myself or what I want and what I don't want, or who I am and not what I and not what I am. Do you know what I mean? It's like the the, the duplicity of things, the, the 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 yin and yang of things, you know? Uh, especially about ourselves. It's, so, you know, if you think about the put these two concepts together, change and who I am and what I'm not, right? <laughs> so it's all about changing from my own, you know, perception of what I am, especially in relationships. Because it's a, a bowl shape where it's half on one side and not on the other. This is a lot about, can be a lot about not only how I relate to myself, but how I relate to others. It's about who I am, who I'm not, but who I am against, also again, how you're not, or who you are and who I'm not, all the combinations, right? How I resource myself, how you don't resource yourself, all the questions around relationships and the relationship with ourselves is where we have the yin and yang is very present in bowl shapes. So um, this this sort of uh, yin and yang in combined with change would be uh, l- look at what I am and look at what I'm not, look at what I have and look at what I don't have, et cetera, et cetera. It's very much with uh, this kind of um, energy going into the psyche at the moment.
1: I can feel that very much on myself because since last Friday, I had a lot of topics coming up within myself and within my startup company um about how or am i able to build relationships how do i relay with others and what Mm. am i able to give and what am i not able to give and because of what am i not able to give certain things that um that other people do normally give in relationships and i'm just not able to do that and it's really really interesting so i love to Love that the it could
0: it could also transform like a lot of things where we haven't had that capability before in the to say oh I don't have that but the change in the in the energy means oh maybe I can now bring myself to that point yes so that's very good that's a great example of how it can happen practically in in life um, also here we Begin the energetic week with the moon in what's called dissemination, which means that's the point after a full moon. And it usually means sharing so or expertise or what I'm good at or what I want to give more to the world, right? Now we can bring three things together. Change what I want and what I don't want and what I want to share or who I am and who I'm not and what I want to share. Right. So these three together uh, in the chart, and there'll be a setting like this for another couple of weeks or a week or so. Over the next two weeks, you'll be feeling what is it that I want to share more? What do I need to change that I need to get out of me? This is bringing the point, all the points together. Yeah. What is it that I can contribute to the world? It could even be financial. What can I do that makes more money? What can I, how can I change relationships so that I give more? Yeah, where am I not giving? Yeah, where could I give more? What can I not do? What can I what do I want to do that I can't do? All, all of that. Yes. Um, we become very present. And you know, the fact that you're feeling that is great, right? The fact that you're looking that is is an excellent. It's just a piece of um like review of of where we're at in terms of where we want to be is is very strong. And where we can be, because this change energy is really like uh. Allowing us to look at ourselves from a point of view that I can transform or I can adapt. You know, at, at the moment, we need to adapt. There is no, if you're holding on to something from before this moment, um well, good luck with it. You know, I hope it really goes well for you. But there's a big chance that I think really a lot of things need to shift, there, you know, across our lives, right? So if you're holding on to it because it feels secure, it, I'm not sure, so sure. You know, you need to relook as what's really secure for me, what's really going to give me happiness and joy and fulfillment and those sorts of things. And, and as I said, there's no rush, but you do need to start moving towards those things. And the energies in the next couple of weeks allow you to at least tap into what they are.
1: I also had like this deep realization with um, what the, the full moon brought up like as an energy field, I could tap into kind of a reality that I never really, I never really looked at my life. And it's only this life. It's, it's funny enough. I thought there was more karmic things coming up from, you know, past lives, but that is, that that wasn't the case for me. It was a a new kind of realization of this life's uh, reality, because I was a, as a child I had cancer when I was uh, when I was born and then I had a big operation with two years and I was in the hospital for a very long time and had chemotherapy, radiation therapy, all of that but although through my through my school time in childhood I never realized how lonely I was but last week with this with this sour cycle ending and this moon opening up this this new cycle, in order to, to grasp this new energy, I needed to have this realization, how lonely I really was in my first 19 years. In my first 19 years of life, I, I barely have, I have no friends from that time anymore. I went to school with a lot of people, but we were never close friends. And my friendships, my true friendships, started when I was 19. Then I met all my friends that I have now and I have done since 19, 20, 22 years. And and now, like, it feels like now I had a very small group of friends the last 19 years, but it feels like now there's an opening going on from, from me having more people around me, not only four or five friends, but you know, that I'm able to share more of who I am to, to further people. But it's like the first 19 years were lonely and then it was a small group. And now it can, it's, it's open. There's an opening for a bigger group for me. And I feel that, but I needed to have the realization of the loneliness of the first 19 years and to, to be able to change my auric field because this loneliness from this, you know, this childhood trauma and childhood trauma can look with different people differently. It can be that you're having like a real trauma like I did in health issues or it's sexual abuse or whatever, but it can also be a trauma like um, a, a different kind of karma. When you have a different kind of karma, the trauma is a different one. But what I realized is that, um, the first 19 years are like in the auric field, there's kind of a certain um, block within there that you need to let go in order to to shine now for the next um, epoch.
0: Yes, that's it, that's it, exactly. It's all about shining. And of course, as you say, the only way you can do that is from going into the darkness, that's just life, right? That's exactly it. That's what we do here in this in this reality is we go in the darkness in order to go to our next reality. So it's a really great thing. Speaking of that, <laughs> great segue, Nicole, <laughs> is just to speak a little bit more about the moon. When it starts the Energetic Week, it's really sitting aligned with Pluto. So moon and Pluto are in the same part of the chart. Pluto is retrograde at the moment. So what Pluto in retrograde is usually a a little bit more of a, 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 a Pluto is when the the whole of humanity uh, needs to go back over something because Pluto is a bit like far planet. So it really represents a more humanitarian shift when it retrogrades. A retrograde is reviewing. So uh, when Pluto retrogrades, we're all gonna review together, right? As Wayne. Um, And so Pluto retrograde really represents um, for me a power. So it could be sexual power. Um, uh, It could be um, government power, institutional power. Yes. If if you think about more of these bigger powers sort of structures, it represents those as well. Um, And I guess it could just represent like you also your deeper senses and your deeper traumas which is what you're talking about right just before so the moon is the subconscious and the people right it represents the people so here this week we're really as a people going through a lot of deeper senses deeper traumas and deeper uh, things around power and sex and those, uh, those family of energies uh, this week. So the, the things that you're experiencing, Nicole, or, or talking to are really uh, you know exactly aligned with what the planets are inviting us to do at this particular moment. Um, so it's a very, like moon and Pluto together, it's very deep because it's subconscious and it's very in the dark, yes? And yeah, so going on from that, I just might skip one and go to number five, Mars in Cancer. Mars is often about where I want to assert myself or I have esteem or I want to, you know, really go in a direction and I want to win, right? This is the battles I'm going out to win, but it also is about war, right? And it's been in the sign of Cancer now for about three or four weeks. Um, Here, Cancer represents the home the moon represents the home as well. This uh, this is a a lot of opening here around domestic abuse, sexual violence, family um, upset or anger or battles. All of that energy is really gonna show up in some sort of ancestral way. Family way, or even in your current life, in your current reality, anything that you haven't dealt with from the past in terms of sexual abuse, abusive power, family abuse, um, domestic violence, all of those things are definitely going to show up. So, I was repeating myself week after week, relationships are under a lot of strain this year. Yeah, uh, There is no way you are getting... It, it really started at about November last year because when Saturn and Jupiter went into Aquarius, for a few weeks before that, Saturn and Jupiter get close enough to start the transition. But Venus was coming in as well, which represents relationships, and not many people spoke to that side. So really since the beginning of December last year, we've been under relationship shift shall I say, but it's all bringing up all the deepest aspects of our relationship. Now, if you think about what I said before about the the chart with all the planets on one side and not on enough, this is also the relationship setting for looking at relationships. You may not be in one. You may not even have to be in one. You, you may not even be, be thinking your family is fine. You, well, all the old stuff of anything from your parents, your grandparents, uh, things that don't exist anymore, are all like resurfacing. This is the moment where I, when the people like Nicole and me start to hear, I thought I dealt with this. <laughs> yes, I thought I dealt with this, but now it's back out, right? Because it's layered. It's not a, a one-chunk shot. Yeah, it's layered onion-like how you deal, how people deal with it. So this is another moment for another layer of onion to really pop up.
1: I uh, feel to say about Mars and cancer, if anybody wants to clear Mars um, and to, to support your physical body in, through this process, because I feel it's, um, for some of us, it's very heavy. Um, this this ancestral line clearing and this those volatile emotions and the challenges in the house and domestic, you know.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Somebody who wants to have support in there, what you can do is you can buy um, um, coral bracelets. It needs to be, um, it can be a bracelet around your neck, which would be preferable or around your um, wrists, arm wrists and wearing corals at the moment um, support your physical body with the release of um, those energetic. um, I was wearing, when Mars started to go into cancer a couple of weeks ago, I was wearing for like two weeks uh, a, um, a coral mala in order to have this release go very smoothly. And I feel it's the, the support of the corals is really, really amazing within that. And if you cannot get corals, get pearls to, to just easen up the physical body to release what wants to be released there.
0: Okay, great. Yes, it's, it's, any kind of support that you can give yourself uh, as you're going through it is really, you know really great. Um, just carrying on from that theme, what combined together, we have mercury um, going retrograde just to add into all of this. And we just bring in that old chestnut, you know, if if it wasn't sounding deep and intense enough, we'll throw in a mercury retrograde. Now, fascinating thing about it. Well, until we start doing it, it's fascinating, (laughs) but the week starts with it on stationary, right? So actually it hasn't gone retrograde and it's not going in the normal orbit. It's at a point of where it's like about to go retrograde and about to leave its normal orbit. So um, this point, this stationary point is where I'm elevated out of something and just like helicoptering over it for years um, in just to observe it, right? Mercury is always, Mercury retrograde is about, I'm reviewing what I'm thinking about something or speaking about something. It's a thought speech process. And reason why that's very important is because whatever I think and speak is what I create. So really these retrograde moments are a chance when I'm just reviewing the way I've been thinking and speaking over the last three or four months since the last one. And it all comes flooding back into my life and I see my movie very clearly about what I've created. Yes. But this point is where I just get to hover and I have a like a, um, a deta- really detached thing about it. And it's happening aligned with Venus, which is about relationships. So on one hand, we get to go very deep um, into the, the muck of previous life this life future life relationship karma garbage traumas but i i i may not have to swim in the emotions of it all i can detach myself and have a look at it from because it's happening in gemini i can look at it from various perspectives and and not get too buried in the overwhelm and the emotion of it all. So, while I may be going through or I have been through something very traumatic and very difficult, I'm now at a point where I, I can look at this again, but not with so much intensity of the emotional burden that it may have created.
1: That's wonderful.
0: Mm. The king Kongses that are happening, because the moon is king kungsing on this, uh, which is a great word, isn't it? King kungsing. It sounds like, Marvel, like
1: a Marvel agent to King Kong. Yes.
0: The moon is King Kongsing with this Mercury-Venus combination, which means that, like... I have to do deeper inner work a King Kongs is a, like an inner work that I have to do so it's it's all lining up for this there's no way out of it like you know when you look at the chart you look at its big theme is that there's a deeper inner work around the expression of myself in relationships and who I am in relationships
1: and since the moon is the subconscious is it also like what it, what are your subconscious thought patterns? Yes relationships
0: that's right the realizations are now more conscious
1: that makes perfect sense because this is like we have every Monday you guys need to know that maybe every Monday um, I'm having a, a meeting here um, at my house at nine in the in the working area and we're we're like four or five six people that have their own companies and we're having this you know this planning week for two, what do you plan for the next two weeks? To hold each other a little bit accountable. And interesting enough, today we were speaking about, um, you know, the, the the subconscious belief patterns of relationships and how you relate to to people and how you relate, like in a love relationship. What what's the change between a love relationship and a friendship relationship and like a business relationship? Like those three topics were really. Um, on the on the plate, and we were discussing about each one's subconscious. Um, belief systems and how the the relationships are viewed in and I find it very interesting so maybe if you have friends and you you have some some evening planned you can uh, discuss things like that as well because it's really interesting to see the differences as well and then you you can see yourself more clearly as well I feel
0: that's right and no one's having tears about it they're all able to just you know see it from the helicopter view you know, of course, there may be tears, Some people may be having you know deeper traumas about stuff, I'm not saying that. But you can get the 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 elevated aspect and the and the and the detached aspect very clearly, which is kind of this you know Mercury stationary moment. Yeah, amazing. All right, so
1: your own body uh, through this this time. What you can do is uh, it's called intelligence meditation. You can find it on YouTube. Um, It's an 11-minute meditation. And what it does, it's bringing Jupiter and Saturn together and apart. And Mm -hmm. what you're doing with that is you're you're working on your brain um, spheres. Brain spheres? Is that the right word? Spheres, yes. In English, yes. You're working on your brain spheres to go together and apart. Together and apart. And what it does is it gives you a higher neuron velocity to have different realities that you can perceive which is really beautiful, especially for this moon. Cool. What's the word? King Kong? King Kong. Yeah. Mercury and Venus.
0: Mm. Yeah, well done. You're learning today. Yeah, I do. We're sharing a little bit of astrological knowledge today as well. Which <laughs> is very good. That gives people a little bit more to think about. And then finally is Neptune-Mercury. Neptune Mercury is a little bit awkward, it's a little bit awkward. Um, so it's a square, uh, which what that means is that that, uh, sometimes the way that things are aren't what they thought they were. Mm. So, this is a, a moment, this is a week where we can't fall into illusions or victimhood or movies or seeing who I was in some victim way or seeing. Uh, some situation as and not getting clear clarity about it, which can happen anyway, but then falling into it's you know the, the, the victim consciousness of it all. So really what you're doing is, is, you know, if things aren't going the way you thought they were going, is look for clarity, improve your communication, look deeper into something, deal, deal with the issues that are misunderstood in a balanced way. Um, all of those things so yeah that's kind of what all you can do when Mercury and Neptune are squaring is for sure there are illusions or or miscommunications or things that aren't clear right uh, that we think are clear or we just assume yeah. yeah yeah um and then they're not that way um and you might be finding out as you're going through it so really don't react or don't like build it up to more than what it is. Yeah, don't like getting too much of a thing about it. Just work through that thing getting clear.
1: I totally understand. I I yeah. I have funny enough, I have a crystal that is supporting this, this Neptune square mercury uh, today a lot because there is one crystal that wants to give a transmission which is a transmission of um, more clarity for for the throat chakra and the the thought patterns that are being released over the throat chakra which is actually really nice Mm. it looks like a leaf a little bit and the or feather uh, that you know the inner part of the feathers and it's like really like Having the clarity on which branch you are uh, speaking about, of which, like very details, and then I'm having a raw rose quartz um, in support of the whole relationship area, probably that wants to give a transmission as well.
0: All right, well, let's go. Yeah.
1: Okay. For each and every one of you that likes to um, get into those transmissions, you may close your eyes and take a deep inhale, please. And exhale. And you may come with all your awareness into your heart space and see, feel, or imagine in your heart a ball of light gathering of your awareness. And we're sending out an invitation to the past that light and awareness that was held captive in the past may now come back into the now moment from all dimensions, all timelines, all frequencies, all incarnations, all ancestor lines, known or unknown to us may come into the now moment now And we're sending out the same invitation to the future um, of awareness and light of us that is held captive somewhere in the future. And please come back into the now moment from all timelines, dimensions, frequencies, all incarnations, all ancestor line, known or unknown to us. And you may feel, see, or imagine your ball of light in your heart getting bigger, shine brighter, be more um, strong, have a stronger light. And you may now connect your ball of light through your inner channel with the higher that you feel that you belong to. And you may just have like the inner ray and go out of your crown chakra, which is on the top of your head, take an inhale, go up. And exhale come down through your heart and go into the core of mother earth and breathe deeply connect deeply. Between mother earth where our body our physical body is coming from and going to and the connection to the higher that you belong to, it may be God, it may be its source, it may be central sun, it may be the universe, whatever you call it, it's yours. And connect between those two through your heart center and try to feel, see, or imagine how your heart is the center of the universe of those two forces and that your reality is being created through your heart space with the, the Mother Earth energy and the divine masculine energy that are creating reality through your heart space. And I'm creating around all of us a Merkaba of light, which is held by Mother Earth and the cosmos. And we're clearing the energy in this merkaba right now, please us first.
0: And the first transmission is
1: the transmission of the crystal with the leaf or the feather kind of structure energy for your throat chakra. And it's. Placed in your throat and the throat chakra, it's supporting the thymus and the and the parasympathetic nervous system in order to to release, to come to an ease in the system. And in order when you're having that ease, that laid back energy in the in the parasympathetic nerve that may lay back and have more clarity about what you're saying and who who you talk to about communication how you send out energy and what's coming back at you and for whoever wants to receive this um, frequency of this crystal may give his internal okay to receive it Take a deep in now, please. And exhale and feel how your organs relax, how your whole system around the muscles relax, how the cells and the thymus and the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system balance each other out. And as the next crystal, we have a raw rose quartz, which is offering beautiful energy. And this energy is the connection. It's a new connection which is able to be built between your heart, the organ heart, and your um, throat. And this connection that is being built is a, a very physical one, but also an energetic one. And it's to, to ease up the words and the energy that wants to come out your mouth as communication, as words, but f- from the heart space to have there like, you know, it's more like not a way that is there, but, you know, highway. So the highway from the heart to the throat. So there is more a vibrational highway that is coming up. And for whoever feels guided um, to receive this uh, highway building connection between your heart and your throat in order to have a more warm-hearted communication, you may give your internal okay to receive that. <laughs> Katanya, ta waeya, Waya. katanya, wa ya wa wa ya ye. Inhale deeply, please. <Sings> Exhale. And if there's anything you would like to. Get rid of, to release, to leave in this Markabah, you are now warmly welcome to do so and to let everything that no longer serves your highest purpose in this room, you may give your intention for that. And please we're clearing the room of all that was left here. And the existing space that is now
0: available, we're filling it up with higher love,
1: and we're closing the Merkaba of Light, and you're making come back to your physical body and take a deep inhale and exhale and stretch your body, stretch your arms away from your feet. And thank you very much.
0: Now back on the planet.
1: Yeah, we're back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, this is our 21st episode, Nicole we've nearly been going six months nearly
1: yeah i know isn't it amazing
0: yes so i thought i would give away um a free astrology reading um, either you can have your natal chart or you can have your chart for the this next year and year or two you can choose and you have to write to me and tell me an answer to this question and you can write to me on my Instagram, which is at the Matt Taylor Experience, or you can email me on PA at the Matt Taylor And you have to tell me: what sign is Mars in? What sign is Mars in? And then what I'll do is I'll take everybody's name, and we can I'll get Nicole to pick a name or pick a piece of paper as we do the podcast okay. i might give people two weeks yes in two weeks time so yeah. not the next podcast podcast after that
1: and since we're having this festival of giving aways, i have decided to give away a crystal because people seem to like the crystal transmission so much um that my giveaway will be a crystal that is um available for someone and Uh, with me you just have to follow matt and you have to follow me on instagram and if you do so you can send me a print screen on instagram of the both of us and then um, i will choose one of you to send a crystal to and i will contact you to have um the address and you know all the necessary details but it will be a gift
0: excellent all right and can you enter both competitions you can of course you can <laughs> go on push the boat out
1: absolutely
0: <laughs> we'll see if you can get them win a boat
1: if you liked our podcast what we really would love for you is if you could share it with your friends and your family maybe someone that can profit from- from this knowledge as well and um, we're back next week and you can dive in with us and enjoy the talk of our weekly new booths and if you want to learn more about us you know now where to find us or you can go on li.vision and we're having a lot more coming there and yeah thanks for listening have a great day guys bye, bye everybody lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you
0: like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.